underestimated since I was a little one. When they get it popping, I promise I had no business with them. Comments from the Peanut Gallery Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Kurtz. I'm here with my man, Lenny Martinez. How you doing, my brother? Good, bro. How are you? Doing very well, my man. So, Lenny, just for uh, everybody that's out there listening, why don't you let everybody know where they can follow you at? Uh, pretty much just on Instagram, Lenny Martinez 43 Awesome. Well, so with, uh, with that being said, Lenny, you've got some special news, my man. It's, really? been, uh, it's been a pleasure, first and foremost, to have you come on. Thank you for taking the time, especially uh, especially on a Sunday, to come yeah, in and uh, come in graces with your presence here. But you've been a big supporter for, uh, for a long time of our project here. This is the first episode of the podcast mm-hmm. in the new studio, mm-hmm. so thank you for, uh, yeah. for coming along and just you know, helping us break yeah, it in. Man. Thank you for your time. Thank you for giving me the chance to be here. I'm a little nervous, but... <laughs> oh, no. No, we're good, my man. So uh, so tell us about uh, what you've got coming up. Uh, i got a kickboxing fight, May 11th, uh, Stampede in Aurora, Colorado. First fight here, Colorado, and Factor X debut. Pretty awesome. excited. Well, first and foremost, you know, X on the chest. X on the chest. <laughs> but that's... Uh, so this is Colorado Combat Club? Is, yes, uh, absolutely, yes. Colorado Combat Club. They put on some great shows, you know. I, yeah. I've enjoyed all of their stuff, you know, from either the 5280 Muay Thai side to, yeah. you know, everything else that they've done over there at the Stampede. That's, that's a nice little venue for fights. Yeah, Stampede is not too bad. I'm about 10 minutes away from there, so it'll be a nice little easy drive on fight day. Won't be too much pressure. <laughs> yep, yep, definitely. So uh, what are what are you taking the fight at? What, what's the weight class? Uh, I believe 185 to 195. Okay. I believe so, somewhere around there. Nice, nice, very nice. Well, you know, I do have to talk some shit for being on uh, being on my show and wearing that fucking well, Dodgers hat. I mean, come on, you know, is, you can't you can't diss it. As a Rockies fan, <laughs> that got swept. Fuck you. That's blasphemous. <laughs> you know, that, yeah. that's blasphemous. Where where yeah. not wearing that shit out here? But you know, I had to tell George the same thing because yeah. George came on here wearing some Patriots shit. Oh. You know, shout out to Buzzsaw, love you, my man. <laughs> but yeah, so I I don't know what it is. You know, I'm, I'm, I must just you know must be something to get me riled up a little bit, especially as a Rockies fan a out here. Razzle dazzle, <laughs> yeah, a little, a little razzled up as an NL West fan. <laughs> Yo, I'm not gonna mention the sweep. I'm just gonna forgive that, but it's, but it's there. <laughs> Why bringing up bullshit? I'm not. I'm just trying to remind you of a little bet we had, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but yeah yeah no so you know you you obviously you know being a baseball fan how did I uh, how how did baseball help kind of shape your life growing up um to me I kind of feel it was like something to look forward to because you know how baseball takes that break a couple months break to me it was just something to look forward to and like oh I want to get better next year and it just really made me more of a happy person and Really, that was like my first love, like what you really, what I really wanted to do growing up, and mm-hmm. just stuck with me throughout life, and even even still to now. But makes sense, you know. I, I I still love baseball. Obviously, you know that's a big part of my background growing up. But yeah. it's something that's it's a lot harder, especially like on TV and everything, for me to watch and yeah. to, to keep along with. You know, like <laughs> going and watching a game. I went and watched, you know, that a game against the Dodgers that Sunday night that yeah. got picked up by ESPN. Me and Katikas went, you know, shout out to El Guapo, Chris Gutierrez, UFC Bantamweight. But uh, we went and watched that game, and it was awesome watching it in person yeah. until, you know, we started getting the brakes beat off of us. Yeah. <laughs> but I could <laughs> watch in person 
Get out of here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I can watch in person just fine. Yeah. But on TV, it's just so hard to follow yeah. anymore. I think just because of so much distractions at home, maybe. Yeah, there's so many distractions at home, and I'll, I'll admit, I am, uh, I'm definitely attention deficit in that regard, <laughs> yeah. you know, especially with so many other things, you know, from phone to tablet to whatever yeah. it is that could be grabbing my attention, but it, it it's long, you know, on TV. Yeah. Especially having a, you know, having a commercial break every half inning. Yeah, and then commercial for every little thing, and kind of like lose interest too, that's probably why. It just exactly it make it makes it tough in that regard. That that's the thing where they they talk about you know like stuff that the guys do that make the game long. It's not that necessarily. It's that you're taking you know a couple of minutes every half inning. Yeah. For commercial breaks, mm-hmm. you know, where otherwise in and out, you know, in between innings, if you you know you grown up playing ball, you know, like yeah. usually it's like boom boom, it's a minute, especially yeah. like tournaments. Right you know, people are keeping track of that, you know, yeah. innings, all that to keep you on a schedule. Yeah, I mean, here and <laughs> goddamn to you, those commercial breaks are not only a minute. Yeah, most of the time, no, they're they're more than a minute. Yeah, because so you're at the ball game, you see thirty second breaks in between every every inning or little. Whatever, but not on TV. It's like five minutes. Yeah, most maybe. <laughs> no, no, you're yeah, exactly. You're experiencing more of a delay with that. Yeah, but you know, I I just I, I still love the game though. Yeah, and and it was fun going with Chris because Chris has never been to a game. Yeah, it was his first. And so <laughs> just really at, excited. exactly really excited. <laughs> you know, asking all the questions in the world. Yeah. Well, why do they do this? Why? You just you take for granted how much about the game that you actually know. Yeah. And just, just doesn't. right, you know, from everything as simple as, well, why on a, you know, on like, on an infield single, for example, why do you run through the bag? Yeah. But, you know, on the other ways, like, you're going to be out. Like, yeah. You know, just so, yeah. little, little questions like yeah. that that he was asking. Like, simple things. I just, you take for granted <laughs> how many things that you just take as like a, no, like, this is just how it is. Well, let's take a step back and let's yeah. explain it all yeah. the way. So it, it was, back to basics. <laughs> it, was, it was a fun, fun experience. It yeah. was cool. You know, and then I uh, eating ballpark food, all of that. You oh, know, so, yeah, about burning a eighty dollar pocket in your in your wallet. <laughs> yeah, and thankfully <laughs> it wasn't too bad. You know, we got we got Hilton burgers. Okay, never had them. Oh, dude, it was pretty good. <laughs> I, I can't lie. The the Hilton burger. Shout out to Coors Field. You know, and the staff there. Hilton burger <laughs> was phenomenal. Yeah, never had them. I've been there plenty of times. I've never had. But you keep it simple: a hot dog, fries. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> you would want the wiener. But you know, <laughs> fresh with the blue vein and that Dodgers oh, hat. But salt is real, salt is real. <laughs> <laughs> but with uh, you know, I I don't know, I, I don't eat hot dogs. That's just me. No. But but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> I, different. <laughs> <laughs> shit. I uh I I like the Hilton burger. That that was really good there. Then I had uh, I had a churro. Oh, yeah. uh, I always got a hunt down. You you can't you can't. I mean, not every time, but <laughs> you know, I was just walking along on the concourse there, and you uh, get that cinnamon. Exactly, oh, just, just caught the whiff of it because they they have like the the cinnamon, like the the roasted uh, yeah. the roasted like candied nuts yeah. and all that too. Like that's that just I mean anywhere when you're within the vicinity of that, you catch the uh, you catch yeah. the scent and the aroma of it there. Mm. But then I saw <laughs> on the on the little sign that they had churros too, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
I gotta give me some of that. Yeah. So so yeah. <laughs> so I got me one of them. But yeah, Katinka's. He had a, he had nachos. I mm. swear he ate almost <laughs> most of the entire really? game there. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, it it was awesome just to see you know, just to see the the smile. It was, it was like yeah. a little, little kid at yeah, the ballpark. So, so it, it was fun, <laughs> right? You know, it was, it, it was hilarious. But yeah, the game. Yeah, it was a pretty good game. You know, it was. I, you know, we'll, we'll agree to disagree on that one. We have our differences there. Because I think the Dodgers lost the same day, so I'm not going to say much. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so it just uh, just happened yesterday morning. There was a uh, UFC St. Petersburg. What were what were your thoughts on that? You know, with uh, with the ream, they're all knees. That's it. That's yeah, it's pretty much just knees. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm a good. big Alistair fan overall, you know, yeah. like long term. He's kind of, you know, in my opinion, some people were talking, you know, is he poised to make another run back at the top? Is yeah. It's kind of. I'll be honest, man, I don't see that portion coming back. Yeah. I think that he's he's kind of at a gatekeeper role portion yeah. of his career at this point. Yeah. Kind of opens up for other people, I guess, or helps them maybe. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, like like a guy like, you know, so obviously they were teammates, and it, it was crazy when they fought, but mm-hmm. him and Curtis Blades. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, You know, when uh, when that happened, obviously, you know, Curtis got the best of him, and it was in a very, you know, decisive fashion, very decisive and dominant fashion. Yeah. When he fought Francis, Oof. obviously that was, yeah, you know, that's, that's one the of the best. most posterized knockout yeah. images or still photos that that's out yeah. there. yeah. <laughs> but and Lennox tough yeah. but can he you know how does he stack up against the top heavyweights I don't yeah. know you know with That'd where he's at age wise with how many knockouts that he's had yeah, you know he is kind of chinny yeah it's that kinda... paired with Usada <laughs> yeah I mean all all facts you know yeah. not not trying to you know poke fun at the guy or anything yeah. like that but there's a very distinct he's one of the guys when you talk about the difference of Usada bodies versus not yeah Alistair Overeem is he's one of two to me that are the picture examples yeah. him and Vitor and Vitor yeah him and Vitor are the two picture perfect examples Whoa. of what the testing versus not yeah because especially when you had Brock and <laughs> Uberim. Yeah. Oh my was, God! That was the motherfucking steroid <laughs> Olympics. Right. Pretty much, it's just the promotion is just a needle. <laughs> like, bro, you ain't just eating C-C-C-C-C horse meat and all this sort of stuff. No, 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 no. You there? There was all the gear there. Yeah. Yeah. They're oh, they're juicing already. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, just the look along. Like, Ari- was it Ariani Celeste's face when uh, when Alistair took his shirt off for the uh, for oh, the, yeah. the weigh-ins where you just saw her like <laughs> melt right there? Like, oh my <laughs> oh, god! Jesus. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the, the the meme that they made for years from yeah. it. But now I I do love Alistair though, and I, I love the fact that Alistair's out here in Colorado training. I, I think really? that that's great. Yeah, he's been at elevation for a oh, while. Oh wow! I have no idea. That's pretty dope. I think that it's awesome that. There is that much of an MMA market here in Colorado, period. Yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of very high-level guys who call Colorado their home. Yeah. Whether or it be just... here at Factory X, yeah. whether it be with Elevation, whether it be, you know, there's guys down at Gilbert Smith's gym at Victory in Colorado yeah. Springs to, you know, just all, all around there. There's a lot of talent here in Colorado. Yeah. 
Lots. I love seeing that. Yeah. You know what and I mean? They come just for the elevation or just for their fight camps is dope. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they just make it a permanent home. Right. It's pretty cool, too. Because honestly, who? I mean, Colorado's awesome. Mm-hmm. But they you all know, a lot of the out-of-staters stop moving. <laughs> you know what I mean? You make, make them rent too expensive. Oh, right. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, just to, just to give credit where credit's due, you know, Elevation is as solid as it gets with some of their lineup, you know. I mean, yeah. you have Neil Magny, who is a great represent, you know, great representative of the sport. He yeah. is a, he's a picture-perfect ambassador for uh, a fighter. You know, he's the team captain over there. Yeah. He's a military veteran. He's a very well-spoken and highly intelligent guy. Yeah. It's hard to argue against a guy like him, you yeah. know what I mean? You also have your guys like Justin Gaethje to uh, to Austin Hubbard just recently signed. He's going to be on the Rochester card as well. Oh, really? Um, you have Chepe, obviously. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you have guys like that who are all highly talented. Yeah. There's that 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 makes the state of Colorado look good. Yeah. In my opinion. With big names or. Really well, you know, people. because obviously people think, well, oh yeah, California. Well, California has a lot of schools. You know, yeah, like down down tough. in the south, you know, down in Florida or wherever, yeah. you know, especially in a few years past when you had other gyms aside from ATT, when you had stuff like Black Zillions and all that yeah. being a, a big entity big, in the yeah, game. Staple and everything. There's there's all these pockets that are out there, but Colorado is really kind of starting to make their stamp. Yeah, and I love it to keep up with the big names that are the well-known right. places. And then obviously here, you know, you have everybody from your Lionhearts to your longtime vets from, you know, multiple different promotions like yeah. Dustin Jacoby to the Camozzi yeah. brothers to, you know, Joe Warren. Yeah. Shout out. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Shout out to, you know, all the greats that are always yeah. here at, at Factory X. You know, there's, there's a lot of talent there. Yeah. And to that next wave of people who are going to be on the forefront of the UFC. Yeah. Like your Keith Cage, Devontae Smith, Hurricane yeah. Heinish about to fight on UFC Rochester, Macy when she's here. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, there's Chris so Gutierrez. Many, you know, Chris Gutierrez. Chris Gutierrez, you know, obviously mentioned her earlier. There, there's a lot that are chipping on the, on the edge of getting that yeah. next big call. From your people who obviously I'm biased and think that you know that they should be getting it, but Austin Jones yeah, to Yusuf the Moroccan Devils of Law, like Brandon Royval, Brandon Royval, Jordan, Tony. Sid Vittish, Jordan Sid Tony. There's a lot, There's a lot that are right there, mm-hmm. and, and I'm so excited yeah. to see what's about to come. Because the thing is, is the work is still being done. You know, there's no yeah. there's no easy rounds here. No, at all. You know, Nate, Nate Smith also, you know, Cody Stamen, another one who's mm-hmm. been through these doors, Court McGee. Yeah. You know, I'm just dropping a who's who of list. Eric Anders, your boy. <laughs> right. Yeah. You <know>, Always. <laughs> you know, Eric Grant is, uh, is been working, he's, his progress has been incredible the last yeah. few months that he's been here. You know, he yeah, showed us a, a before and an after picture the other day on his social media. Yeah. Shout out to The Antidote. You know, he fights on May 4th. Yes. That's, that's huge. Yeah. You know, I mean, Mini Hunt could get the call at any point. Yeah. Like, you know, Veda of Combate and Medicas, you mm-hmm. know, and then he's fighting at the LFA card in yeah. Vail on May 3rd, you know, shout out to Roy Ball going against former UFC vet Joby Sanchez. But I'm, I'm really excited for that yeah. card. I'm, I'm so really excited for that. Six, six fighters on it. Yep. 
you know, so all those mentioned, uh, you know, then uh, Karm the Charm, shout out to Karm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, then Stroop. Stroop. Yep, so, you know, Stroop too as well. Um, you know, what, what, what is it like for you at this point, you know, obviously young within your fight career, to be out here with this much talent on a daily basis, you know, because it's not like that everywhere else. No. Like, that's that's one thing the coach was talking about the other day in practice was, you know, like, there's a reason why people come from all over to come to Factory X. Yeah. What does it mean for you to be here, you know, basically and to have grown with it? Um, it's, it's a real privilege to be their training partners as well as, like, really good friends. Everybody here is close. It's not just like, oh, he's a teammate. Oh, I'll see you tomorrow. You know, you don't talk, whatever. Here it's just like a family. So you click more and it just, it makes it more, you take it more for granted, I guess. You more like, well, now I get to see my family. It's not like a bad feeling. So it's always really good. It makes you feel you're like you're a part of something, you know. Right. But. Well, and you guys are all a very tight-knit group always, yeah. you know, and, and have brought me into the fold, which I'm, you know, forever grateful on that side of things. Factory X has became my, has became my family. You know, yeah. It's been my next family in that regard. From now, you know, state to state, multiple trips mm-hmm. to, you know, all over the place, following cards and, you know, just having a good time. Yeah. You know, there's... Just going along for the ride. <laughs> memories. <laughs> good of, journey. You know, some of the best memories are those ones where... We're sitting in the hotel rooms, you know, just watching the other, you know, like we were down in New Mexico, for example, when uh, when Markel and Jordan fought down there for Jackson's, and then Anthony was fighting Vulcan, and I think that was, you know, they were in Canada for that, but I think that was Moncton, that card? I think so, yeah. I'm not sure. Or maybe that one was, I, I, I don't I don't remember. Yeah. You know, that one might have been German. I, I don't remember. Yeah. But one way or the other. <laughs> Just the, the the family aspect of it in that way, you know, when we were out in Nebraska for MCF for the St. Patty's Beatdown, mm-hmm. everybody was in, you know, was in a, in a hotel room watching Katikas for UFC Nashville yeah. for the beginning portion to, uh, to then end the locker room once we had to be over to the venue, which was just, you know, like right down away from the hotel, which yeah. was nice. But uh, we were watching Macy in the back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, there was... There's there's just a family aspect to it, yeah. you know. Fight nights from you know, gotta love Steve, crazy Steve. Oh, but uh, you know, <laughs> Steve, Steve always he's getting the uh, getting the tables together, you know, for <laughs> yeah. fight nights. Like yeah. uh, you know, last week when everybody was watching, I uh, was watching UFC two thirty six. About time. Shout out anybody wants to go. It's about time every single time. <laughs> yeah, you know they always have the fights. So everybody who you know supports supports fighters or is a fan of it, go out to these spots if you're looking for a place to enjoy it, support your local businesses and establishments. You know, I, I watched it from Crazy Carl's myself because I, I had another project I was working on up north. Mm-hmm. But shout out to Crazy Carl's at Fort Collins. Love it. <laughs> you know, when I, when I was in college, crazy story with Crazy Carl's, and this is, a, you know, this is just a random plug to them, but yeah. that was when they were first opening. And now they have multiple locations. All that's a pretty yeah. successful, uh, pretty successful Vaughn, uh, venture out there. But they were first opening when I was like a sophomore in college, and it was right down the way from the apartment complex that I was living in. Yeah. And 
they basically had ground floor pricing for everything when they first opened. Yeah. You know, for just those first couple of weeks of like yeah, a soft opening and then yeah. blasted stuff out for, yeah. uh, you know, for basically the grand opening, if you will, or I don't know if that's what they had titled it, but fell in line with 420. Oh, oh Jesus. And so they Perfect. literally sold Perfect out of time. every ingredient in the store on April 20th of that year. Yes. So, cause, because I, I, I just, I remember, uh, I remember, you know, trying to call into place in order to go and I uh, to go and pick it up right down the way. Yeah. And they're like, we ran out of food. Damn. Yeah. So that, that, that's how good, crazy yeah. Carl's is. And that was in the very beginning. And because they were, uh, they had that quality of a product or that good of a, good of a pizza yeah. and their, their giant stuff grinders. Now they have multiple venture, you know, like I say, multiple locations. They've expanded kind of like how Factory X has. They started yeah. off in one single small little portion of this little strip unit and have just expanded through almost the entire yeah. thing now, aside from one little other spot that's like on, on the, uh, you know, on the open wall yeah. too. But yeah, it's, it's just, that's awesome. They have TVs all over the place watching the fights. They had, uh, they, the Nuggets were playing in the playoffs that night. The Avs were playing in the playoffs that mm-hmm. night. So oh. it was, it was a sports fan's dream yeah. in there. So like I say, these places that put on these, you know, they put on these, support your local businesses. If you want to yeah. go out there and watch them, you know, spend some money a little bit. Just a little bit, you know, just, just a little bit, you know. Just get, a little bit, a bit. Give them their, let them with their beak a little bit, you know. Just let them with let their beak. Let them with their whistle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, so what, uh, what has been something that you've really kind of learned about yourself in this journey now that you're, uh, you know, we're, we're less than a month out, we're a couple weeks out from, uh, from your fight coming up. Tell me something that you've learned about yourself in this time. Um... Really just what you're really made of, what you, how far you can push your limits, I guess. This is pretty, I don't want to speak for anybody, but it, for me, in my experience, it helps me push myself more and helps me to really, just like I was saying, just really see what you're capable of and you want to challenge yourself to go more and more. And I don't know, just really that, I guess. So I'm not a little bitch, <laughs> you know, but I don't know. I guess it's simple as that, I guess. So, are you saying, you know, to expand on that, figuring out, I guess, really what your own limits are and yeah. how, how far can you go and how far are you willing to push past that? Is that yeah. is that kind of what you're getting kind at? Of, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I sound weird, but yeah. <laughs> no, no. I mean, just trying to, trying to expand on it to, yeah. you know, to completely, you know, really understand yeah. that, that portion of, of where you're coming from yeah. with it. You know, so, also... Coming from kind of a you know a warrior culture in that regard, mm. how much does that play into your approach? Um, really, just thinking, just pretty much just thinking that like I'm a warrior, like it's in my blood, it's who I am, it's who we're all made to be. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, so my, why not dig deeper into that and manifest it more and really use it into fighting or just into life in general? You know. Yep. No, absolutely. Because I mean, you you, know, you have the warrior tattoos, you know, all of <laughs> yeah. that within it. So it's obviously you know a, a spirit that you that you try to harness or you try yeah. to embody and and represent. So I mean, do, do you sometimes do you fit, ever feel that portion come out of you know of that that red hot portion oh, of uh, the always. instinct <laughs> and training, yeah, you know, like, like you maybe maybe take okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's always, you know, you get hit with one good one, and you're like, oh, okay, motherfucker, and you hit him back, and then it goes from there, but, um, yeah, I mean, I guess, for example, on Friday, they were judging just straight concussions for me and my round, me and my friend Ryan, um, but, <laughs> I don't know, it's just, yeah, I mean, I guess it manifested, sometimes it does, I don't mean it to come out, but it just get like a stone face and really just focus in. Mine isn't really thinking of anything. I'm just going with the flow, but yeah. I can definitely feel it then. And I feel like, I mean, you ain't going to kill me. I mean, I'm made for this, you know, it's in my blood. No, oh, that's, that's totally understandable there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I can't argue with it. I, that's where it's, it's great here though, like that it's such a professional environment that mm-hmm. That maybe gets you for a second, but it, nobody really. It, it's it's not a it's not a blood and guts sort of situation. No. Like it's not just everybody just biting down and yeah. having brawls, sort of yeah. slugfests all the time. Yeah, like it's controlled chaos. Yeah, to where you're actually getting something out of it because you know there's there's a place and time to let it fly but yeah. I, but if you're doing that all the time in training like I feel like that's just only going to as a professional it's going to shorten your career when it comes yeah. time to actually get paid and make yeah. money your career or your sparring partner's career or anything you know right you know and I just look at look at guys like uh, like Vanderlei Silva who they always oh, yeah. say that you know Vanderlei had zero concept of uh of control <laughs> yeah there there was just none yeah, you can look on YouTube and there's like pages of this guy going crazy and sparring and right. Even just outside of the ring too. And, you know, I mean, that that led to, you know, how much within that led to him needing to have some of the surgeries that he's had in this time with, mm-hmm. you know, with his facial reconstruction, you know, from his nose being flattened yeah. from uh, from the pounding of the trauma to him having, you know, he he's mentioned that he has cognitive issues that yeah. he's had heavy concussion and head trauma symptoms yeah there's I think that there's a there's a right way and a wrong way anymore that science has taught us yeah Dude. maybe not so much back in the day when they like really figured it out more maybe right maybe now it's more broken down and that's where piece, it, oh man it's gonna be so hard to ever <laughs> kind of break that within this within the hurt business though in general because yeah. it's, it's such a warrior culture yeah you know what I'm saying like you gotta have that kind of into your bite you know you can't just be like to talk about it but you gotta kind of that, well, that's where really I feel like it? though having uh, having good coaches and strong programming yeah. is yeah. ideal though that's yeah. where that comes into play you know if you are controlled or if you are controlling the process as much as possible because obviously you can't control everything or the outcomes when stuff yeah. happens in this game it just you never know. Yeah, it could be as simple as you know, like I mean, how many times have you seen you know countless times within you know a sparring set? Maybe you snap one off a little bit more than you thought yeah. that you did, and you yeah, kind of like, stick oh, somebody. Oh. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or just 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 that that can happen, and yeah. that throws someone off, or or maybe someone catches a seam of a glove and they get a little cut or yeah. something. That can change a radical portion of what's going on. Yeah, but if you control overall programming, yeah. And not just let it be a, all right, well, we're going to maybe drill a little bit of this, and then we're just going to go live, and yeah. we're just going to let it fly. We're just going to have fun. <laughs> There's just much more of a methodical process to it yeah. at this point. I think that's just the evolution of the game. Yeah. So, oh, perfect time for potty break, right? <laughs>
had to take a brief potty break there. <laughs> but uh, so you know, just to kind of transition to uh, to a different piece. You've also, you know, not not only within fighting, but just you you made some some life changes, you know, in terms of your uh, your your health and your fitness and and all of that, you know. So we can definitely share some common ground on that side of yeah. things, you know, make, making some major lifestyle changes there. How you know how much better do you feel now that you've kind of you know turned that corner? Um, I feel a lot better, a lot happier. Of course, I still have, you know, my moments where it's not so good, but it's a lot better than, than it was before, you know. Mentally-wise and physically-wise, it just feel a lot better. Okay. So, what, you know, have, have you found it, you know, hard, especially hard to kind of stick to it now that it's been some time, or um, is it something that's really, just, kind of, now, now you've adopted? Um, like, what do you mean, like, is it harder to... Like, like is it hard to maintain... The, you know, like, because they're, well, and, and just, just like the, the drive to continue to stay, cons- because, you know, with, with the society that we live in, it's easy to fall off of that yeah. train of eating healthy and eating things that, that are good for us, being fit, when there is, you know, the drive through that's just so easy, quick, and convenient to yeah. go through, versus, you know, actually having something healthy that's, you know, nutritious and valued with nourishment and whatnot. Yeah. Um... Um, pretty, pretty easy. I just really, I know I have my own little steps or like ways that I do, whether if it's, you know, I want something to eat or if like, of course the temptation, but you always just got to think like, is, is that moment of pleasure worth later? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is it worth later down the road when I ate that cookie or eat this, this, and that when later I'm like, oh shit, there's like a couple extra pounds on there. Well, it was cause of that or right. you just don't feel good about yourself later. No, no. That's that's understandable. Yeah, if that makes sense. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I get exactly what you're saying. You know, the moment on a lip and a lifetime on a hip, <laughs> as the old saying goes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But you know, so I gotta ask you, what what you know, if you were to name something as far as an album, because obviously, I mean, you got the Wu Tang tattoo. <laughs> If you had to name an album, if you were stranded on a desert island and you could only listen to one album for the rest of your life, what would it be? Anything, any music? Anything, Uh, any music. Damn, you put me on the spot. Um, uh, I have to say Revolution. Um, Oh, that's a tough one. Um, Damn, you say. Either good vibes or their recent album. Um, I don't know I'm gonna have to go good vibes. I was thinking about the music. Yeah, I have to go okay. with good vibes album. <laughs> it good selection. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it took me off guard with the revolutions. I, I love yeah. revolution. You know, for the record, I've seen them a few different times. You yes. know, from Fillmore to Red Rocks. You know. Yeah. I mean, have, have you ever been to Red Rocks? Seen yeah, a show at Red I, Rocks? I've always every recently every every um. Concert Revolution, I go other concerts. I'm like, man, eh, but Reb- uh, Red Rocks is at least got to be the best for any kind of concert. I'm biased <laughs> because, but I, I am as Colorado as it gets in that regard. <laughs> yeah. Red Rocks, there is not a better venue out there to no, uh, to ever. watch a concert. Ever. Period. 
you know, I, I want to throw a quick special shout out to uh, to my buddies with Project Four Thirty Two. They opened up the other night for Method Man and Red Man oh, at really? Red Rocks on uh, on the Four Twenty Eve on the Rocks. Wow. Yeah, That's along awesome. with Three Eleven was there. The Green. Yeah. Yeah, that that was incredible. You know, unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it there in person, but yeah. seeing a lot of my other friends who you know were posting videos yeah. and all that of them playing up so there. Jealous. It's like, oh my, like, that's that, so yeah. awesome, you know, Kai, love you, buddy, long-time friend, you know, since we were middle schoolers, pretty yeah. much, but yeah, awesome to, uh, <laughs> you know, to see, like, that. that's a musician's dream, you yeah, know, to be able to, to play, play at Red yeah. Rocks, and it's, then to do it, to share the bill for yeah, that sort of occasion. All these people, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I opened up for them, or, mm-hmm. like, that, that's just, I can't imagine that feeling if you're... Yep, and so that marks two years, you know, because uh, last year on uh, on four twenty itself they mm-hmm. opened for Method Man and Red Man along with Charlie Tuna, Collie Buds oh, uh, at wow. at Cervant- I believe it was Cervantes. Cervantes. Yeah, I think so. But uh, but yes, but totally different at Red Rocks. <laughs> yeah, like Red Rocks really. is just a different breed. Yeah, the view to the just the art archi- structure, whatever the hell it's called, but yeah, just it's nice, just the landscaping yeah, of just you know, the rocks, all yeah, absolutely, you know, yeah. the, to seeing them uh, with the, their their pictures on Instagram of putting up Project Four Thirty Two and the artist yeah. tunnel where everybody kind of signs the rocks and the yeah. bricks, like that that just That's that was dope. Yeah. so dope Something, to see yeah. that, yeah, yeah, it's sort of history now, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it is, yeah, it, it's it's cemented in history at this point, yeah. like they they rock the bill there. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. <laughs> it is. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. Congrats, so, guys. <laughs> shout out to Project 432, like I say. And you know, also want to uh, throw a shout out to my boys over with uh, with Lion League Music. You know, I'm ripping their uh, their shirt today. You know, Lion League Music, my man Swab. That's who, uh, that's who produces a lot of the music and the beats that have been featured on a lot of our different works through, uh, throughout this time frame. Mm-hmm. They've got a new project out. Suave and One Piece. It's called that's called Underdog full length album. So if you guys are out there checking out YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, any sort of DSP that's out there, give them a look. That's Lion League Music, Suave and the OP Underdog. You know, is there anybody out there that you want to give sort of plug to or anything along um, those lines? Revolution, Wu Tang. <laughs> Mostly Revolution, you know, and they really made an impact on my own life, you know. So I really give a lot of that praise to them. Really helped me, just in general, you know. Awesome, awesome, very nice. You know, there's a there's something to be said about the way that music can affect you across mm-hmm. the board. Yeah. And it's crazy. reggae, I absolutely love reggae. Yeah, you know, there's there's a lot of good things to be said about just feeling good yeah. after listening to something. So people out there, you know, even if you're not a big reggae fan, you know, like if you just yeah. want to feel happy yeah. after listening to a little bit, put it on in the background. Yeah, just, just let it be something music. going on in the background for a yeah. little while. I don't know, I'm biased just because I like it, but yeah. if you put that on in the background while you're just doing something as yeah. just kind of some ambient noise, you're, you're starting like you're start gonna feel better. <laughs> yeah. You know, the frequencies, the vibrations, there it, it's yeah. it's just like you said with revolution, bringing on the good vibe. Yeah. Like it's it is. It is. I mean, simple as just like the way the the music is produced or the words and mm-hmm. I think a lot of like reggae too is like a lot of like miss the upbeat. Yeah. And it's like misunderstood because people are like, Oh, it's just weed but if you really listen to the songs they're always about peace, love and mm-hmm. unity and people kind of overlook that with just the fact of it's just weaving and everything you know marijuana and all that 
yeah, there there's so much of it being you know the people coming together. Yeah, I I love that aspect of it too. Mm. You know, and like some of uh, some some tracks actually get pretty deeply political. Yeah, and especially you know like Bob Marley songs. There was a lot of yeah. political references within Bob Marley music. Yeah, you know, say like Buffalo Soldier. Yeah, that was so. all about the slave trade essentially. Yeah. You know, there there's stuff from you know from redemption song to mm-hmm. elements within No Woman No Cry. Like, yeah. there's a lot of political references yeah. within Bob Marley music. And what's good too is that they're really popular too. They're not just overlooked. So mm-hmm. it's always cool. And you know, there there are the aspects of like like you know say like get up stand up like mm-hmm. those ones that were very blatant, but. Again, you know, very misunderstood or very misrepresented through time within certain circles, though, mm-hmm. that they, they only associated with it being, you know, like, oh, getting high and smoking weed and yeah. this and that. that. That's an aspect of Rastafarian culture, but it's not everything. Yeah, it's not. It's not at people all. People just really think it's just everything, but it's really not. Right. It's like, kind of like a religion. I've seen a documentary on it or they just... It's mm-hmm. more serious than just smoking and all that, but it's more their culture is more what they are and right. kind of branching it off. Everybody's cool. You know, it, it's a holistic aspect of you know everything being intertwined and connected. Yeah. Which I think I, I don't know. Like I, I do believe that we've kind of lost our sense of being grounded within the connection to the world that we live in. Yeah. You know the the constructs that we have made as humans within society. You know, just the fact of. You know, we're, we're living in buildings and we're always, you know, we always have a barrier from us to earth. There's certain science or there's certain beliefs out there that say that we've lost our grounding aspect as far as like that, not like neural connection, but like that, uh, that connection with nature and the universe around us, you know, like that spiritual connection, you know the principle of grounding where, you know, I, I think it's of Eastern principle, but walking around barefoot, you know, yeah. to kind of ground yourself with nature, mm-hmm. you know, to say to kind of recharge yourself, whatever, yeah. if you believe in some of that shit's kind of woo woo. <laughs> yeah. But there's also, I think some realistic elements to it. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's something to be said about being connected with real nature. Yeah. You know, I had this conversation with someone about stuff like hunting too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, people lose touch with where their food comes from. Yeah. People think that, oh, this comes from the grocery store. It doesn't come from the grocery yeah. store. You know, as, as right now, you know, like, all there, there's a lot of hunters out there in Colorado right now yeah. throughout the, you know, the last couple of weekends going turkey hunting. Yeah. You know, they, they think that, oh, that, that's just that bird that shows up in, you know, the butterball, you know, <laughs> shrink wrap yeah. that's frozen in the in the grocery store. Yeah. Well, got there somewhere. Got yeah. there somehow. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather know how that animal was harvested? Mm. So I just don't understand when people argue against hunting. Yeah. You know, especially when it's done humanely, yeah. when it's done in the right way. Not. It's gonna like those animals are going to experience nature one way or the other. Yeah, it's just the way it is, I guess. <laughs> Especially you know, because I love me some elk meat. Elk, oh, I haven't elk in so long. Oh my god, I've got, uh, I've still got <laughs> some elk in the freezer. Meat, hit your boy up. <laughs> you know, shout out to my man Efren Hernandez out there. You know, always hunting. You know, he last last season 
dedicated you know, the, the entire few months up to elk hunting season to just trying to be the best elk hunter that he could be when he went out there, and he finally got one. Really? Yep. Ooh, yep. Big so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy <laughs> for him, very proud for him. He definitely uh, definitely hooked your boy up with a little bit of meat, so, so I'm what's up? thankful. <laughs> so thankful with that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping that he gets a turkey. You know, just just for his own, you know, as a as a hunter, no, and especially just knowing the work that people who go out there to try to you know to hunt and provide, yeah. they put in a lot of work, man. Just to like, hunt. that's a lot just to uh, to be able to be put into that position. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, you know, as we just kind of tie this thing up right here, I just want to say real quick for everybody that's out there, if you are interested in supporting the movement, please go to www.cftpg.com. Check out all the merchandise that is there. Pick some stuff up. We greatly appreciate anything along those lines. If you head to the Sponsored Athletes page, you will see everybody available who has promo codes that can uh, get you some value toward those purchases. Also, if you want to follow along with the show, go to Instagram, and it is at Comments from the Peanut Gallery. Facebook, at Comments from the Peanut Gallery. Twitter, at Peanut Podcast. We're available for subscription on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, as well as YouTube. So for everybody out there, please spread the movement as much as you can too as well. We greatly appreciate all the traction that we've gained and look to continue to uh, to come upon in the future. You know, Lenny, thank you so much for coming thank on you. today. Thank you for the time. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And fuck the Dodgers. Still screaming BMO. My time is my time, homie. I speed slow.